How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Pod, pod, pod Diva. This is Pod Diva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. I'm Rachel Shelley. Sherelle is no ordinary DJ. Sherelle is the founder of Beautiful, a record label that empowers and uplifts black queer people through electronic music. But Beautiful is no ordinary record label either. It's also an academy for queer and POC individuals making their way in the music industry, fighting back against black erasure in the electronic music world. And this is no ordinary month, it's Black History Month. So take a listen to Sherelle in conversation with Divas Ellie and then go out and grab yourself a copy of this month's Diva magazine and celebrate Black History Month with Diva. Diva. How did you get into music? So I think inspiration-wise for me was the fact that I couldn't actually make it at the time. Well, I'm not like musically trained or anything like that and I did want to take like lessons I went to do like drumming lessons I posed the idea to my mum and she she declined politely declined I was quite obsessed with music anyway I think the closest thing that I could do to it was basically like DJing so I just started DJing from I would say like 15 but I was using like software called like virtual DJ and like learning there and like creating a playlist and all this kind of stuff but then Properly DJing and using actual industry equipment was when I was back in like 2014, I would say. It didn't take me too much to, to get into it. I just really enjoyed playing music out, basically, for for friends. And you've spoken about how you grew up, you didn't really have much money, but the music uh-huh. kept you going. How did it support you emotionally as a creative outlet? It supported me quite a bit. Or if I wasn't able to do certain things, like take, for instance, drumming lessons or like I might not be able to get certain things. Uh, the music was a way of me being able to kind of forget all of that. I don't know. Yeah, it just it just took a lot of worries and stress away from me, actually. And like allowed me to almost like imagine what it would be like if I had more disposable income within my family and stuff. It kind of distracted me in a sense, you know. And I think the music I was choosing to play and listen to as well was like always like very upbeat very very joyful I guess you're just happy to just constantly 
listen over and over again to a Destiny's Child album on a Walkman. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. And just like have fun that way. And I've just probably come up with like music videos in my head and stuff. Music was a form of distraction, but a really good one to like shy away from obviously what was what was essentially like going around. My sister would chip in to like support my mum and myself. Yeah, I'm very, very grateful for both of them working out ways to do that basically. And you've also kind of spoken about how sparse music organisations are and how people are kind of paying more for everything. And So could you just tell me a little bit about how this ethos like manifests in your work and what it means to you? Basically, I was trained through like a radio scheme via Represent Radio, which mm-hmm. is based in like South London. They did like training courses to basically allow you to understand and learn the very basics of like radio and what it means to like get into it. I did training courses there and that was like super, super good for me to be able to learn the very basics of radio. I also gained a lot of confidence because of the fact that I was able to even DJ there as well. Because someone taught me how to DJ with the equipment they had already available there. Represent has been going for quite a few years. It's probably, I think it's like, it must be like 20 plus years old, I think. Things like Represent, where it's community-based and it's very, for a very specific age group, 16 to 24, that there's not really many of those schemes. I mean, you know, that was that's in London. If you go outside into the UK and then ask and see where those schemes are, it's even, it's even worse. I know for a fact, and I've seen for a fact, like my station represent go through a lot of changes and having to change their model of like making money because of the fact that they lost a lot of funding from the government and the government took away a lot of those funds. There even was a point where represent was going to close down at one point and they had to do a crowd, like a crowd fund to, to keep them open. Yeah, the, I think the government that we've got in at the moment, like the Conservatives are very, are very that of, of making money. If there are things that are not making money, then they're just going to get rid of it. And they're not big on giving out money either, unless it is obviously to people who build flats that no one can live in or various other schemes in which people like themselves can make money from. And I think that their mentality is very much like, oh, well, anyone can do it. Like anyone can make money, anyone can get rich kind of vibes. Do you know what I mean? But it's not always the case. And I think if people do not have like a very basic structure of support and the ability to actually move around on a monetary basis, then of course they're not going to be able to get to the same levels as what the government have. Also as well, a lot of people within the government are like, have been rich for like generationally rich for God knows how long since the dawn of time. A lot of that dating back to like slavery days and all this kind of stuff. I have a great distaste for the, like, the Tories anyway. I have a dis- distaste for the fact that they're very, they have no compassion for anyone who, who they view less than, mm. really. Especially when it comes to like, uh, on a disability flex. And I've spoken about this before with regards to like, my mum and stuff. They, they treat people in this country very badly, anyone, anyone on benefits, especially when it comes to people with disabilities and like that kind of stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm not into them, basically. I feel like, given the career that I've got, I would always make time to try and do something that, kind of counters against all of that kind of bullshit that they basically put people through on a regular basis, basically. Kind of been described as leading a generation of jungle, sort of drum and bass, footwork and duke and that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to understand a bit about how you kind of carved your sound. Footwork has been is the longest actually out of the two. Uh, I've been doing that since 2014, 15. So I used to play very different music to that. I used to play like 
quite slow stuff actually really chill I don't know I just had, an, I had a bit of an epiphany I was at a job that I I didn't really like and didn't realize that at the time and it was an internship I didn't realize I was basically going to be made redundant in the next two weeks or so but I like came across like a boiler room of an, uh, a footwork pioneer uh, called DJ Richard and like fell in love with the music straight away luckily I did find that music because it actually allowed me to even process my emotions around that time because obviously I was really happy to have the internship but I again I didn't have savings when they got rid of me I only had like at that time like maybe 400 pounds to my name and stuff but then I had to pay rent <laughs> so it was a case of again music coming in and basically not allowing me to lose lose my mind a little bit it's really nice to be able to represent that kind of music especially because it's yeah transatlantic in, in one sense the footwork from duke side are like from america and predominantly from like chicago and then obviously the jungle bits are obviously from the uk so it's like really lovely mixing the two sounds together three sounds together even and obviously they were within the same bpm so you just get this really crazy mix of like music and sounds and sonics and stuff i don't know it's my sets can never really be the same because there's so much different music to go through constantly it's been super nice to see how that's been really well received amongst people who have obviously been fans for a long time versus people who have really come across the music through myself or like other contemporaries of mine. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. I, and I hope the music only maybe gets even faster because I feel like, you know, people are able to actually express themselves further. Um, you know, you go to a festival now and it's a little bit more diverse with regards to the range of BPMs that you're able to see range of music you're able to see yeah i hope it also inspires people within their sets as well to not just reach the barrier of the highest point of like 30 130 bpm or 145 bpm you can kind of do anything you want in a set obviously and i i hope that myself and contemporaries kind of influence people to think about that more you created beautiful in 2021 obviously as a kind of response to the whitewashing of electronic music Pop Diva. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Bad Diva. Uh, so could you just tell me a little bit about it and how it's reclaiming its space? In 2020, I was basically on Twitter, getting into fights, because obviously this is during like, the BLM bits, and people were just saying some of the wildest shit, basically. And I was just like, I can't keep arguing with people about black music. I wonder if there's anything I can do to counteract against that, basically. And then that's basically how Beautiful was born, because I was just sick and tired of like the constant erasure side of things when it came to Beautiful. I was sick and tired of when being on Twitter and people being like, oh, we shouldn't be giving promoters this or we shouldn't be working with promoters who blah, blah. In my head, I was like, yeah, we shouldn't actually. And also we should have our own spaces and we should be working with people who actually kind of get us. Originally, Beautiful, actually, I would have said was more black electronic based. And then it dawned on me that there is a lot of queer people within the scene. And that's like, with all race, go through a lot of shit and they don't necessarily have the money to function and are not as lucky as as other people when it comes to actually being supported within the scene. So Beautiful basically is there to provide resources for black and queer musicians. It's there to educate uh, in the same way of understanding our place within the scene and like everything that we've done within dance music and how special we, we, we are within dance music, especially the eventuality of being a part of having beautiful even is to have a space so I really want to work towards which is going to take years by the way I want to work towards having like a club space in which runs black and queer nights and at least I know that there's something that can be done and that's safe that is cultivating our scenes because I think the lack of black owners or the lack of queer owners within clubs from marginalized backgrounds I should really say are far and few between and i only know one guy at the moment in london who owns uh, an amazing club space called color factory and he's just opened another one now uh, in deptford with a, another dj called bradley zero and that's inspiring to me so i hope in the future to be able to own and get spaces like like him in order to, to yeah just just help the scene and protect it i think a lot of people kind of take the piss with regards to getting all these amazing black and queer talents to come down and do stuff for them pay them very little they get all the the, the kind of good things from it like oh we put on these amazing nights and da, 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 when actually it's the group that has put on the amazing night I, I just think people deserve a lot more basically i think when it comes down to our scene and the club space that we're provided basically so you also recently launched the academy sort of with the free music workshops which is amazing yeah sure thing i was really inspired by like red bull music academy I always have been. There's amazing lectures that they've got available on on like their website and stuff and on YouTube. I basically just wanted to do something similar similar to that and allow for people to come in and get taught uh, lessons. We've got like a lecture format. We've got people like Pink Panthers, Miramasa, Little Silver, LCY, who are coming in to teach people various different things within the music scene. The Academy approach is that I do want to build a group of people where they like stay in touch mm-hmm. and they almost like graduate with each other also from from the scheme with regards to like how we're doing like the picking of it all is like we're looking for just different kinds of people within the music scene mm-hmm. you could obviously be a, a musician you could, but you could also be an agent or a manager be just a general creative within the scene that just wants to learn more and stuff and it's just building a diverse group of people that once we give them all the tools and these four lessons hopefully they'll be able to utilize all of that kind of information and actually implement it for their own like careers and stuff we want to make sure we keep in contact with them so we can obviously put them in contact with people that could really help them with their 
career and I really want to build the beautiful community outwards have like a group of people that can solidly be within like the ecosystem because I want people realistically to be helping each other out or come across each other's work and be like oh my god I, you know I was on beautiful too and you know hopefully some collaborations can be made there so yeah that's that's the whole point of the academy I just think it's super nice to, for people to learn together and for it to be like a really small group of, of people that have this really cool experience with each other basically amazing (laughs) it's also going to be sort of focusing on the history as well as the craft so what does it mean to you to lay the groundwork through the history when it comes down to just being a a queer person a lot of our stuff is like erased Mm -hmm. we're made to feel like we don't really have like a history or we're not made to feel like we belong but then it's like knowing a lot of the queer history especially going all the way dating all the way back to like don't know like greek times and all this kind of stuff and whatever it's like really interesting to see from that perspective there's been quiz for the dawn of time if thus meaning you know it's not like a weird thing or a, or a fad or we're not like i don't know we're not like the devil's work or whatever but going back to the music side of things it's really important i think for people to see that they have always been there and i think at the moment the electronic music scene has been very uh, whitewashed in the sense of it's very cishet men Mm. that I've, I've kind of like taken over and we can blame that obviously on like dance magazines being quite laddie and pushing their favorites who basically look like their best friends I think I really want to make sure that people know that their place and their place has always been there and I hope that that would give them the confidence to always be a part of the scene and just kind of be confident to do what they're doing and know that that's always been just the way I think there's been so much amazing stories of like people like Larry Levan, um, you know Frankie Knuckles all of these amazing people and they need to be told more but they're the only people that people kind of really reference to there's actually so many other people within that scene that that were there and like knowing that rich amount of history will just only benefit people's music further or their discipline further basically it was quite hard for me to relearn the dance music side of things and the way i came into it but i'm really happy now that i know a lot more than i did before i just wish i knew it knew it then Mm. but i do feel like i could have excelled further with being able to take like risks within music and stuff and not feel so bound by the, the boxes that exist for black artists or the, bo- the boxes that exist for queer artists do you know what I mean you can be queer and play jungle and drum and bass basically which we've seen with like unorthodox events and stuff you know you can be black and make amazing ambient or idea music which we've seen with a likes of like my good friend Lorraine James and stuff and there's like so many different paths that people can take so yeah, I hope that that's what the lessons will do. That's what Beautiful will do, basically. And education is really key, I think, for, for people's confidence, essentially. Amazing. I'll let you get off to the beautiful studio. But thank you so much for your time. Have a, have a lovely day. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. 
Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.